Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail. And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. And your third fiancé didn't show. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead The morning's looking bright your shrink ran off to Europe and didn't even write And your husband wants to be a girl Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna go where people know People are all the same You wanna go Everybody knows your name
Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell. This is my podcast and thank you very much for joining us back in the studio after a wee break away. This is episode 83 and we appreciate you joining us. Paul, Paul was away on holiday, Ibiza with his girlfriend. Paul, are you happy to be back? I sure am, mate. Um, I'm just Googling... Oh. Right, change the cut. I'm just googling the sponsor so that we can do an ad read here. But, yes, um, I had a good week away in Ibiza. We'll talk more about it. Will I do the ad read? Do the ad read. We've got a new ad read. Alan arguing co the lawyers. So if anybody's had any trouble or anything, get in touch with Alan. But we're going to be professional. So well, I'm going to try and be professional. Paul's going to do an ad read. Darren's always taking the piss on the ad reads, so we don't want yeah. that. So. So this week's sponsor, it's a returning sponsor, it is Arjun Co. Legal. Um, Alan Arjun, he's a personal friend of Darren's, he went to school with Darren, he's a lovely guy. I've had him in here doing the Brothers in Arms podcast and he's just a stellar guy. So if you've had any personal injury, employment law, regulatory hearings, criminal injuries or funding issues, Alan's your man. Um, if you go to arduinco.co.uk and go to the website and click the contact us, he's got a phone number, which is 0141-378-4145. You can email him at aar at arduinco.co.uk or you can visit his office, which is at 9 George Square, Glasgow, G21QQ. All of this information is going to run across the screen. He's a really nice guy, he's down to earth. Um, if you think that you've got something that you need legal advice for, go and speak to Alan. Um, thanks for sponsoring the podcast, Alan, mate. Thank you very much, Alan. Is that not what life's all about? Getting sponsors and ad reads. Uh, I know. I know, like, a, I kind of look like a Rob Bookies. <laughs> and we're doing ad reads for lawyers. My type of... Custom. Ah, uh, you're, you're uh, you need them. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you need them. Are you gonna be all right with the TikTok running? And I am not gonna. I'm not gonna look at the TikTok. I'm just gonna have the TikTok streaming live. I was just looking at it there to to see what was happening. So, Paul, it's really good to be back in the studio, mate. This is a new thing, by the way. I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing this. I just thought we would do something different. Hi, man. Um, we can at the end of the pod once we're done our hour, we'll go in and we'll do a wee Q and A or something. We'll see what questions have come up. Yes, so it's good to be back in the podcast studio. A few punters got in touch and they were wondering where the podcast went to. We told them more than once that you were gone on holiday, so it's good to be back. Um, <clears throat> so you went to Ibiza for what was it for a week? Ah, it was, aye, it was with your girlfriend Sharon. Yeah, and uh, we had a good time. Um, although, mate, the temperatures were outrageous. Like, see the first day that we got there, it was like, like over 40. Yeah. And look at my complexion. I'm not built for the sun, so it was just under a parasol. One of the nights we went out, I checked the weather up, it was like two in the morning and it was saying it was like fucking like nearly 38 degrees at night. And we went, went down and sat, went into the sea at like three in the morning. Because you were so hot. It was just, I mean, it was like bath water. It was ridiculous. So there was a couple of days that were kind of like a write-off, see that way where you were 
soon as you were having a couple of drinks, man, you're just sitting like that, pure, oh, I need to go to my bed, man. Soon as you went into the aircon room, you were like waking up and it was nice, but no, it was good, man. Um, it was very good. Actually went to an Irish pub and this is apparently impossible. I got an absolute creamery a pint of Guinness. Oh, outside of the UK and Ireland, mate. Oh, I'll show you. I'll put it on the screen, right? When, when we're talking about this, so it's seven minutes in. Um, and I went back to the same pub. So this is like, I know I'm a pure geek for Guinness, but it comes down to the poor because I went back to the same pub. Somebody else poured a pint and it was rotten. But the night before, the guy behind the bar that owned the place had pulled me a pint. And I was pure, straight up like that, mate. What a pint of Guinness that was. Congratulate. And he was like, oh, surely it's just the, the Guinness in the place is good. And I was like, no, mate. I had one last night in the same place, rotten. And then the next night I got another one that was rotten and I went back up to him and I was like, it's don't eat poor. Pints so, of Guinness and I beef Really good. That's like a really shite, what's that song? I took a pal and I beef Ah, hey. I drank a pint and I beef <laughs> So what was it like being Wayne Lineker the second in Ibiza? <laughs> Me and Wayne are best mates now. He's coming on the pod. <laughs> uh, no, mate, I didn't go anywhere near Ocean Beach. Yeah. No, really that. And that, but um, just to demonstrate like the, the temperatures, I think maybe the second night we went to Cafe Mambo. Yes. Um, which is famous Cafe Del Mar and Cafe Mambo. It's got a 200 euro minimum for you to book a table. So you need to spend 200 quid there just to book a table for the sunset, which was, I'm going to, you know, <clears throat> see as much as I'm like pure anti-consumerism, it was it was really good. Like the, the cocktails were really nice. The food was really nice. You got to see the sunset. It, it was a good experience. Yeah. But everybody, there was no atmosphere, man. Absolutely zero atmosphere because everybody was just sitting pure, yeah. fanning themselves with the, the, uh, the menus. Even looking at the staff, the staff are pure. I was like, right, this isn't normal. Like, so I man, it was it was ridiculous. I know it was pushing down we're in here because like getting updates we back came that man. But phew, the first let's say the first two or three days, man, just written off, man. Mm -hmm. But uh, we went snorkeling, which Good. was a lot of fun, um, and we went uh, no kayaking but paddleboarding. Um, you want to seen the state of me trying to go on a paddleboard, man. She's, it's like Sharon does Barry, right? So she can do the splits. So she was just straight up, boom, onto the paddleboard. Like, I was like pure, <laughs> like, actually howling at myself, mate. I can have a laugh at myself. I've got some photos of me trying to go on it. I'll show you them. Yeah. Actually, like, laughing at myself at how ridiculous it was me trying to go on a fucking paddleboard. <laughs> Brian. Did you miss me? Aye. I, I took a cardboard you. cutout. Did you? Mm hmm. I missed you as well. No, I genuinely did miss you. I did. I missed this podcast. Um, it's good to get back into it. Um, but it's good that you had a good holiday, mate. Were you full of eckies? No. <laughs> Disappointed? No. Is that a nudge, nudge, wink, wink? No? No. All right, okay. <laughs> um, but, no, look, we had a good time. Like, I think... See, by the sort of, what I was saying, like, by the sort of third day, we were sort of like, it's just been a waste of money because the weather's just too... We, we acclimatised after that day and, and also we were getting highs of, like, 38, 40 
and then it went down to like highs of like 33 which is still ridiculous yeah but it was doable and then at night it was going down to sort of like 22 23 after the first couple of days so it actually got like uh pretty like workable but a couple of days in we're like is this a waste of money and obviously me and sean like both agreed we're like look we're here to spend time with each other doesn't matter if we're sitting under a parasol reading a book or going for a gone for dinner and then a couple of drinks yeah because it wasn't quite the mental holiday that we had thought that we were going to have but just because of the weather mate it was ridiculous but we spent spent a week with each other had a good time it was a nice pool the hotel was <clears throat> nice and quiet um oh fuck i hired a car and the first night it got towed oh mate and get <laughs> and i had to pure phone the I beef a police and had to go and pay 200 euro fine to get oh. the motor out of the pound. Got her. I know, mate. <laughs> but you live and learn. Aye. Brother. <laughs> what about you? Are you up to all week? What have I been up to on the week that we've been off? Um, I've done a couple of good gigs. I did the laugh in the park at the Queen's Park bandstand yeah. with Mikey Collins, who... Is a, an amazing DJ and a very, the pod. a very funny comedian. And he runs a gig at the Queen's Park bandstands. And, mate, it was incredible. I just, you know, I've been doing stand-up comedy for 15 years. So I never really knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. And I turn up at this gig and there's 800 people there. And I'm like, wow. Straight away, I'm like, fuck. And well, he did say on the pod that it was sold out. Like, I've know, seen a lot of people like Brian Kavanagh and I think maybe Billy Kirkwood mm -hmm. sort of posting, being like surprised. And I was like, he fucking said on the podcast that it was sold out. What's the capacity at? You know what I mean? And, like, I know. I just wasn't, I didn't know. But, you know, when I was walking in, there, about 20 people were like, oh, we're looking forward to seeing you. And it was great. Great gig, great fun. And very grateful that um, I was able to. To do something like that and i also booked um i also booked a very very important gig for next year um i booked the pavilion wow for september 2024 so oft i've penciled it in the diary uh so early in the days of i've not named it i've not made a poster but it's going to be a special so essentially it's going to be the best of of my material there'll be new material as well but it's specifically i've booked that specifically for the best of of 15 years of material and then you know if there's new stuff in there i'll put new stuff in there but mm -hmm. i've been doing this for so long i don't have any stand-up comedy online and I want to film it to the best of my ability, try and sell out the pavilion, and then maybe, tr I don't know where to put it, maybe try and sell it to Amazon, or, I don't know, maybe just put it on YouTube or something. But, so I'm going to do that next year. Amazing. And I'm looking forward to it, mate. I'm very shiting it? Do you know, I'm like, weirdly excited. Uh, I'm not shiting it. I've worked hard. Ah, and I, I want to put a lot of hard work in. I'm going to do the fringe next year and just do things like that and, and get, the run up to the september so that you're pure match fit yeah and get right back into it so that's stuff to look forward to what's the capacity of the pavilion <laughs> i think it's over a thousand sorry mate, mate. <laughs> it's over a thousand is that aye? aye 
Amazing, mate. Amazing. So all they pals that we've been talking about better fucking. <laughs> Aye. All they weird pals that have never came to see me do stand up better buy a fucking ticket. Same with the family and all that. Um but no, I am looking forward to it, mate. If you're up for filming it. Of course I'm mate. I know I can't wait for that. That'll be amazing. Awesome. So historic venue as well, man. Yes, I was really inspired by a band called Scheme. Do you ever remember Aye. them? They were the first band without an agent to sell out the pavilion. They did it back in, it was either 80s. early 90s or late 80s. Aye, aye. They sold it two nights. Uh-huh. I mean, I've had an agent, but I would like to try and sell out the pavilion without an agent. And then, you know, I've got all that material. So, I am excited. Am I going to get to finally hear the famous mermaid bit? Yes. Because people always are like, have you seen Darren's mermaid bit? And I'm like, no, I've only known him for like two years. I actually did it. I did it at the bandstand. Oh, did you? So, Mikey offered me 10 minutes. And then because of time restraints, he's like, can you do eight minutes? And I ended up just doing 10 minutes anyway. But I was like, fuck it, I'm, go- I'm going to do the mermaid joke. I was going to do the mermaid joke for 10 minutes and take the piss at it, but uh, I never, I ended up just doing material. Did you kill it? I really enjoyed it, mate. It was good. It was good for the soul. And um, the reason why I'm like wearing a top hat and a trackie is because I've been back staying with my mom for the last couple of nights. So I've not had access to my normal clays. So quite a, a strange combination of clays to wear. Um, so being like being back with the mum strange I mean you think you've got an eating disorder and mental health problems and then you just realise oh it's your family (laughs) (laughs) we need to create some sort of group for people with fucking mental Glaswegian families like no like alcoholic I think all these groups are for people like that but like no an AA no like just like a what, what could we call it mentally unwell family Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, at me, I've stayed, that's over a year I've been away, right? Uh-huh. And I've not been up much to visit. Right. For a full year. Come on up, stay with I'll make you dinner, I miss you. You're my youngest, you're my baby. I go up, guess what time she goes to her bed at? Six o'clock. Half seven, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was in her bed sleeping for half seven. Like, Where's my dinner? I know, man. Here, by the way, I don't know, but talking about dinners, man, Sean made an unreal dinner last night, man. Mm. Unbelievable that she took inspiration <clears throat> for like TikTok and YouTube and like, well, because we spent so much money in Ibiza, we're doing like a bit of a, a money diet. Mm. It's like time to, you know, we spent a lot of money, like, well, we were there. So, um, we're skint, but is that, like, I'm no bragging with this, right? But our version of skin is, like, we're worried about the amount of money that we've got in our bank. No, like, I've got nothing. See if I have nothing, mm-hmm. I can go without anything. I don't give a fuck. Nay takeaways, nay, you know, my daily coffee, you know, I can I can genuinely I've done it so many times in my life, stripped down to fucking nothing because I've got nothing in the bank. See when you've got a few grand in the bank, uh, it's a different thing that you need to do. You need to force it on yourself, not to get the takeaway, not to get the hangry. So 
we're doing that. Remember the last time I told you we did it, I shot myself because I had a coffee after three months of like no coffee. Uh-huh. So we're doing that again. So Sean's like a uh, dance teacher. So she's on her summer holiday. So yesterday she was like, I'm going to make an unreal dinner. Jesus Christ, mate, wait till you hear this dinner, right? We had uh, roasted aubergines with eggplant, if you're American, um, with garlic, chili, and honey. It's like paste in the middle with like sun-dried tomatoes. Then that was that was a side dish. Then it had she had a... Uh, Smoked sausage and like a creamy pasta sauce with chicken, and mate, it was unreal. It's better than any takeaway I've had in about a year. Unfucking real. Overgines, mate. Your dad would be fucking turning in his grave, man. You'd be, get a toasty. Where's the steak? Where's the free bentos? Get a fucking pie on a piece. No, that fucking aubergine shite. Uh, Do you think your dad even knew what an aubergine was? Did he? Fuck. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I knew what an aubergine was until yesterday, until I fucking... No, I'm kidding on, but not until that long ago. You know what I mean? And that's no part of Glasgow folklore, is it? Like, aubergines. Your dad would be like, take him round the back, drown him in the pond. 100%. He's been infected by black magic. 100%, mate. But see, go back to what you were saying about your mum. See, when I had a, an auntie... Rest in peace, Manny Liz, who was agoraphobic, so she couldn't leave the house. Mm. She had like mental health issues, right? She was she was a she was a great auntie, but right, no complaints. But one summer, I get pure. I think it must have been about primary six or seven. I get pure hoodwinked, and did you want to go and stay with your auntie Liz for a summer? It'll be good, like a wee holiday, like a scheme holiday, like you go and change house, like along the road, stay ten minutes along the road. I was like, I alright, and she was like that. She used to go to her bed at like five p.m. and go to her bed at like three in the morning, and it was a fucking nightmare. Cause she'd like when she'd get up at three in the morning, like the house would wake up and she'd turn all the lights on, and it's an absolute nightmare. But is that something that happens when you get older or something? Like you start going to your bed, you get bored, so you go to your bed at like seven o'clock. And what time does your mom get out of her bed? Five in the morning, mate. I I think it's an old thing. It's common with dementia. I'm not saying my mum's got dementia, right? <laughs> but it's really common with dementia, mate. People go to bed when it's like sun up or something. There's something in their mind that makes them go to bed when I, d- I don't know what it oh, is. Like the opposite of a vampire. <laughs> I am pure bastardizing that, but it's I. But I, it's quite funny. I'm like, mum, see when you buy me food, you make me mentally unwell. You affect my mental health. You can even ruin a full day. Do you want a grenade? Like, did you not listen to what I just said there? Grenade bars, they've got the new marshmallow flavour. All right, see you later. I'll see you next year. <laughs> What's wrong with that, with the grenade bar? <sighs> Nothing wrong with it. I just don't want her to buy me any food. Don't buy me food. Right, because you, you want to be in yes. control of the food and control the calories yes. and make sure... Right, uh-huh. Get so, it up, like, I get up. I'm going back up the night and I'm going to have toast and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you want chips? I'm like, chips? Chips with toast and scrambled egg? Aye, I can make chips nice. I'm like, aye, there we go. That's my brother phoning me. Jinky's watching TikTok live. Yeah. Stop talking about my ma. Think, think so? He might be, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, like no, it. here I love my mom. My mom's good. My mom's a belter. Did that keep you alive? What's that? Does it still stay alive while you're getting phone calls? Yes. That? 
That's mental. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So I, it's been good to to go back, but see when you're walking in the street, all the old neighbours are coming out. Hey, where have you been? What's happening? I thought I said I said well see a boy. I was like well I thought I could get out with a bus or something. I was like no mate, I just I'm rent a flat. Alright. There you go. Back in the back in the hood. Mm-hmm. It's good to be away, mate. <laughs> it's good to be <laughs> How away. How long are you gonna be back at your mos for? I'll stay the night and then I'll go back tomorrow. That'll be you back in the flat. Uh, your sanctuary. Yes, yes, yes. Aye, yes. man. I mean, like, see when I go out and see my ma, like I love my ma, right? But see when I go out and see my ma, see any more than I know. Her, I'm like, I'm tapping out, man. I'm like, mm. I, need, I, need. I think she's the same, to be honest. Like you, what do you have in common with like your ma? Other than your family, and there's only so much you know, how's he, how are they getting on? And then my ma inadvertently ends up being like, mind that time you fucking shat yourself when you were two? And like, no, I don't remember it, but let, let's remind me. I know. Yeah, you shat yourself in the middle of Asda in the forge. Like, ah, okay, thanks for that, mum. Mama will randomly just say, if I'm drinking a cup of tea last night, watching the telly bear, and she's like, ah, do you use the mouthwash? I was like, mouthwash for like when you brush your teeth. Aye, you better not use that anymore because you can get tongue cancer. I'm like, cool. Can you just let me finish my cup of tea? (laughs) (laughs) And also I've got spot, she doesn't even know what Spotify is. So I'm like, he's a tune. Name a tune and I'll play it. And she was Cat Stevens and Van Morrison and all that. And then she said, the water boys, uh, do you know the song? I saw the whole of the moon. Uh-huh. One of their most popular songs. Right, is this going to be a missed lyric? Aye, so she's <laughs> like that. Water boys, um, the side of the moon. <laughs> side of the moon. <laughs> you saw the side of... Disney have quite the same sort of catchiness, does it? The whole of the moon. That's a great song, by the way. And Aye. your mom sounds like your mom's got decent taste in music. Is that what you get it for, you think? I think so. I get my sense of humour from my mom. And she's got a good taste in music as well. My brother that just phoned us there, he's got a good taste in music. I so, like I, I remember trying to explain to my mum what Netflix was. But I was like and I just ended up just geeing up. Do you know like what happened was she was saying, she was having having a wee moan like my nephew's like a teenager now, he totally loves his Nintendo Switch, his PlayStation, blah blah blah. But he loves my ma, right? Like uh, I think my mom's trying to make up for the lack of uh, like affection that she didn't show me, which is like I'm like good get to the fucking get to the win. That's uh, that's nice to see. Where was it when I was a fucking? No, I'm kidding. But um... <laughs> you done this? <laughs> see this? See this? You caused this? <laughs> um, but my nephew adores my mom, like, and he's like. 2008 so he's like 15 16 like and he's pure if mama goes to leave and she doesn't give him a hug like he's pure what you then like uh, it's quite it's quite sweet right i love it like i like to see it actually um my mom's always like here's your pocket money he pure he pure adores my mom but he doesn't like getting out of the house because she doesn't have wi-fi so because she's mama's got free view mm. that's my mom's still sitting on the couch with the electric fire watching fucking emmerdale do you know what i mean and like Aye. that is literally like so i was like tell like why don't you get i'll pay for it 
it's only like you know like fucking basic internet like 25 quid it's only like 20 quid a month for 25 quid a month i still pay for my mom's mobile phone so when you make that much of a difference to me like why well, i'll i'll pay you know get the guy will come out but you'll need the guy to come out this is where it, this is where we hit the stumbling block right where i was like you'll probably need to drill a wee hole no, the council don't let you do it. I'm like, Mum, they do. They let you get broadband. Like, everybody around about you get broadband. Oh, my like, God. No, no, the, the council won't let me. Okay, but I was glad to look. See all your old programmes? Like, I watched them on that chat. I'm like, no, but you can pick what you watch. Like, give me a show. Do you know what I mean? And she's like, oh, I love that Father Ted. Like, right, I could get a, be a button, you just press it, and you could go in and just watch all the episodes of Father Ted, and she was pure, how? I was like, through the internet? No, but how? <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I don't know how, but <laughs> it, it just works. Like, data comes through the phone line, and she's pure, how? And I'm just like, right, no, no. That's mental, it. isn't it? Forget it. I try to explain how to stream to a 78-year-old woman is like, aye. It was like a toddler, you know what I mean? Like, how's that? How's that? And I was just like, oh my God. My dad was like that when I moved into the flat. He would, he asked me my address and I was like, put it into your sat-nav and it would direct you to your house. He didn't want to tell me. He didn't know what a sat-nav is. So he's like, aye, it's no working. And I was like, how can it no be working? You've got a car with a sat-nav built into it. You've also got two mobile phones with a sat-nav. And by the time he... He was like four hours late, mate, for a 15-year-old drive. And by the time he got into the car park, he was like totally fucked. His head was fried. <laughs> and I'm standing in the car park like that. Why did you no put it? Oh, for fuck's sake! I thought you would be more kind! Eh? Uh. Right in the middle of the car park, mate. I've only been in the flat for three days. You're shouting at you. Aye. And I was like, who you talking to, you fucking prick? And the two <laughs> years were in the car park, mate. Like, I had, like, <laughs> literally up, put my fucking fists up. And I was like, morning, fucking morning. <laughs> and then, like, obviously nothing happened. It was just an argument. See, trying to get people to understand <laughs> that that is why, like, see when people, they'll try and be like, I don't understand why they get so angry. And it's like because they feel like an idiot. Yeah. You don't, un you, you're seeing that moment. Your dad's no, he's, he being pure therapy talk, but his ego will not allow him to say, Darren, I need your help with us. I don't know how to work the sat nav. Gonna come and show me how to work it. Talk to me like I'm a baby. You know, like see people that have got an ego where they'll be like, gonna explain this to me like I'm a child. Yeah. That's the way that you kind of need to be with shit like that. But our, that generation, like my dad, your dad's generation, it won't allow them to be like, Darren knows something that I don't. So instead they react with us like, fucking shut up at Disney, fuck it. Do you know what I mean? And it's like this pure emotional reaction to feeling like they don't know something and therefore then they must feel like an idiot or something like that. And it's like, no, but you don't know what you don't know. Like, you know what I mean? And that's how like... I that's how these cunts with these submarines ended up fuck it do you know what i mean and they couldn't go Aye. i don't think this is going to work like i don't know if it do you know what i mean their, their ego just get fucking involved and went no nah, mon <laughs> mom will go to the i know how to get to the titanic mon but it sets up a chain of events so see instead of i mean we've apologized to each other now but see instead of him just saying sorry so it makes it awkward for three weeks i say to my ma if he doesn't apologize i'm never talking to him again 
like I'm shunning him. He's not allowed in my house. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm never going to talk to him ever again. Mm-hmm. And then he phoned us and apologized. Oh, did and he's, he? he's like, ah, look, see what happened the other night. I'm really sorry. But see, because I'm a psychopath, mm-hmm. I was stoning in the middle of my living room like that. No bother. But I just want you to know if that was any of my brothers or any of my friends or a random stranger in the pub, um, you wouldn't be speaking to me right now. Mm-hmm. That would have ended really differently for you. <laughs> I want you to know that. Anyway, good night. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like I'll tell you what like my dad would have done. My dad would have come through with a piece of sausage. That's see, instead of saying like Paul's son, like you know, my dad's been dead fucking twenty years, but it's instead of being like Paul's son, I'm sorry about that, like I lost my rag or blah blah blah. My dad would come through like nine hours later, like do you want a piece of sausage? <laughs> you know I mean? Dad, it's quality two in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cup of tea like that's that would have been my apology like his way of apologizing would have been he'd have went to the shop and got me a book, packet of knickknacks or something do you know what mm. i mean and... i will mad al-qaeda i know can he beat them you <laughs> still said sorry mate i'm surprised that he even fucking said sorry that's me having a joke about my dad i uh, love him very much we fair enough for apologizing did I tell you I get the letter through? That's me on the waiting list for the ADHD test. No, I don't think so. I got it through, man. Mm, I think I got it through when you were on holiday. So I'm on the waiting list. It's good to hear. So I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm fucked. I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm totally fucked. Can I tell you a story that might... You'd be like... Change my perception of you. I'll go for it, mate. <sighs> right, so I'm overthinking a lot of things now. That I've always done. But I was crossing the road, right? I never waited for the green man. This is why I think I'm fucked. I, I never waited for the green man and the bu- there was a bus coming towards us, right? Mm-hmm. So I should have waited for the green man and another. And I crossed the road and the bus driver was speeding up. I think he was speeding up. I don't <laughs> even know if he was speeding up, right? Right. So see, instead of just running across the road, I just decided to just stone just stone like that, facing the bus. Because I was like, he's speeding up. Fuck him. And then see the last minute, 
like the last second. I basically played chicken with a bus, a bus mate. Aye. So see the very last second, I jumped onto the pavement and I done that. <laughs> <laughs> to the bus driver. <laughs> a wee Fonzie moment. Aye. What did the bus driver do? I think he, he looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sure there was a lot of things going through him through like, his head. Uh, Is that Bobby for Scott Squad that just done the Fonzie dance? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And then for the rest of the day, I was like, ah, first bus, Glasgow, fuck them. So that's what I that's what I done when you were away on holiday. <laughs> Played chicken with a bus. Aye. And there's hundreds of shit like that. I went into a garage and I was buying juice and a scratch card, and there was an old woman behind us that done that. <sighs> and I literally turned round like that. <laughs> and then her eyes was like, I was like, in my head, aye, that's it. Be terrified. Be fucking terrified. So it's nice that you're back. Yeah, uh, it's nice to come back to the studio and like, I uh, unload your emotional baggage so that you don't fucking terrify pensioners <laughs> and petrol stations, man. And bus drivers. Aye. Oh, mate. I seen like uh, we were at the airport coming back for Ibiza, and I seen like you can you can tell me whether or not this would annoy you. This is this is just really like annoy me, right? So the baggage allowance is like twenty two kilo. So this couple, they were like we were in the queue, so we were like ten ten deep in the queue. And this couple are at the the baggage hold the guy or the woman don't listen to the podcast because they'll recognize us if the fucking if it was them and i get what they'll try to say it's sort of common sense right her bag was 25 his was 15 so the total combined weight of the two bags is under the 44 kilo of the two 22s put together but that's not really what the that's not really what the rules are is it it's that each bag needs to be 22 kilograms or under so i kind of get the logic but also, it clearly says to you, each bag needs to be 22 or under. So the person behind the, the counter is clearly Spanish. Hasn't got a fucking clue what's going on. They're just like, that's 25 kilos, three kilo over. And then they'll be like, what, they charge you? What, a 10 or a kilo or something like that? I don't know what they fucking charge you. Anyway, this woman like asked for the Ryanair rep to come out and see when the Ryanair rep came out. She did this. I don't know what she was saying. I couldn't hear what she was saying, but she did this into the woman's face and I was stoning there like pure oh my god like actually like astral projected myself into being the Ryanair rep and was like what would I do and I was like I think I'd probably like bite her face off like see just just the pure into her face what like zip it no like explaining the situation so like mm. the rep came out right so how I would deal with this is I would kill it with kindness I'd be like that hello sorry like sorry what's your name like Helen like listen I assumed that because we had the two cases, you know, we could like combine it. So my case is a wee bit earlier, Sharon's is a wee bit under. And I just thought because like, could we know like blah, 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 and just be like, is that not what we could do? Because really and truly, if they say no, all you really need to do is take some stuff out of one case and put it into the other fucking case, right? 
Is that not just like a fucking easy solution? <coughs> but that wasn't what she did. What she did was she was like pure, <laughs> like pure screwing her face up, but actually like pointing into the woman's face. And I was like, I think I'd fucking rip her face off, man. Yeah. If I was that Ryanair. She got what she wanted. I was kind of disappointed. They took the cases away. There was no charge. I was like, ah, fucking bastard. How would you deal with that type of situation? If somebody pointed, first and foremost, drown them all, right? Drown the couple, drown the Ryanair rep, drown the cunt working behind the desk. That's how I deal with it. <laughs> Take the desk, put it in a van, remove it for the airport, everything. But if somebody puts their finger in my face, I'm like, have you ever seen the videos when somebody does that to a lion in a cage? <laughs> and then he's, he's like, oh, I lost my finger. <laughs> uh-huh. Their finger's coming off me. <laughs> Full-blown monkey bite. <laughs> I'm eating a finger, mate. <laughs> and I beef her. I'm eating a finger. And I beef I, I, I just can't go people that are like like that see like people that are pure entitled and just like fucking just i want what i want and you'll mm. keep to me do you know that kind of way man it's just like you know just be nice to every cunt can every cunt no just be nice to each other what's mm. wrong with you i want that in a poster above my couch mate what can everybody know ju- can every cunt just know be nice to each other <laughs> <laughs> and the terrible english that i said it as well aye here first here could every cunt no just be nice to each other then beside it, I'm biting his finger off. But if you're no nice to me, I'm biting your finger off like a monkey. Aye, clean swipe. <laughs> like a cornetto. <laughs> That's going to do a lot of people's nuts in on the podcast. ASMR. Slurping down the fucking... Cannibalism ASMR. What airport did you get back to? Glasgow. Glasgow. And oh, fuck. So we were in the Uber coming up the motorway. And there was like a truck full of cows that came along beside the the um, the taxi, and oh, I'll be. Were they on a hen night? Hey, come on, kid, man! Oh, oh I was kidding. You'll get cancelled for that. No, I'll give I'll give Sharon or Drew. They looked cute, and all you could see through the truck was the big. Do eyes, right? So even I seen that and I was like, oh, she was like, oh, well, where do you think they're going? And I was like, they're got to get slaughtered. Like they'll be going to the abattoir. That's like a, that's like an abattoir truck. She started greeting in the back of the taxi. Now there's a picture that went on Instagram of me, like, <laughs> where I sort of like smile on my face that I've no had since I was like a 12 year old boy at Christmas time. Do you know what I mean? And like literally with glee. But what I found funny wasn't it the fact that that she was like wasn't it the fact that the cows were going to get slaughtered none of that like for context i was laughing at the fact that it made her cry like or sort of childlike naive like ah are they away to a farm and i was like no that's them gone look they've got tags in their ears and all that like they're going to get the fucking boat <laughs> um they're all numbered aye exactly death camp uh-huh and away to the glasgow abattoir but it reminded me of like talk we were talking about our dads earlier and I don't know if this was you know, I don't know. I'll tell you the story anyway. Okay. A horrific story. So my dad was a night shift uh, security <clears throat> guard for a company called Trojan back in the day, and his job was to sit at the gatehouse, uh, the abattoir, 
and maybe two or three occasions it, I had to go to work with him. Now, I don't know if that's legal. I don't... I don't know, think so. I don't think it is, <laughs> mate. I don't think it is, but it was just him by himself and I think my ma had something on and I had to go to work with my dad. So, we're in the first house that I, I, I lived in. I moved out of that house when I was nine. So, I'm sub nine. So, fuck knows, right? I'm like eight or seven year old. Who knows, right? Two horrific things happened. So, he took me there. I think one of the times he was just like, just go to sleep. And they made like a wee bed and hang me and I just went down, went to sleep, whatever. Two things really bad happened, right? One of the times I got woke up by uh, a sheep trying to escape. Now, I don't know if you know about how they stop them escaping. Do you know how they stop them escaping? No. They've got a grid. It's like metal sort of bars and they're gapped enough so that the sheep's hoofs go into the bars and when they try and go, it breaks their legs. Oh my God. So that was bad enough, right? But then one of the times I went, I get shown how they slaughtered them and how they slaughtered them is they've got a big gun that's got a bolt that fucking fires out the gun and fires back in into the fucking cow's temple. Wow. And I get took and shown that at like eight. So your dad showed you that. Uh-huh. And then was like, do you want a shot of the gun? Like, do you want to see if we can get you? Like, do you want to see if we can get a shot? And I was like, no. And mate, I was genuinely fucking traumatized by this. But I was saying that to Sean, like, I think the idea of these cows going to get slaughtered is just totally like in my head. I don't give a f like I'm like, I don't care. Like, I know how it happens. Yes. I've seen it. Like and my dad worked there and fucking seen them screaming and blah blah blah. They used to scream as they were getting brought in on the truck. So that was all shit that, you know, I'm a wee guy. I'm like, so I've got like abattoir trauma. I'm what just kind of realizing that we're, we're doing a TikTok live and there's going to be people listening to this for the first time. Like, what's going on? I thought Bobby Fish Scottish <laughs> Squad was funny. They're just hearing about abattoir. Abattoir. Abattoir trauma. Mm hmm. Holy fuck. Man. Do you remember the Glasgow Abattoir down at Duke Street? I can't really remember. They used that. to have a big, massive Mr. Man on the side that said Glasgow's miles better. Do you know that I'm, a, bit, I'm, I'm a good bit older than you? So maybe that could be the name of the podcast. What? Arbitoire trauma. Abattoir. Abattoir. No, arbitoire. I've got a arbitoire. Uh, I've got a yeah, speech. Yeah, man. Me and, me and Fraser went down to the arbitoire. Have you actually ever seen a soul leave a sheep's eyes? It's so funny, man. So good, man. See, like, so if anybody's like trying to report, you know, one, the abattoir isn't there anymore, it's flats, and two, my, my dad's did so. It's all right. Wow. <clears throat> that is heavy duty. But that's <laughs> it, mate. That's the type of shit. Like, honestly, do you know what I mean? You're like, I don't know if that was because he was like, trying to, this is what happens in the real world, wee man. Uh, their hoofs get caught in the fucking bars and they scream when their fucking legs snap and they try to escape yeah you're like what the fuck is going on here you're terrified I, that's me I, that's mental mate that is mental the smell as well like see the smell of the meat market it was the Glasgow meat market yeah uh, it was absolutely horrific like decomposing bodies like genuinely do you know what I mean but you still get free sausage <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you having for your dinner the night? Stew? <laughs> Sheep stew? Aye. Sheep mince? 
Aye. I'm going to go and slaughter it myself. That is a pretty horrific childhood story. Glasgow dies, but uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fucking hell. That is mental, mate. Pure, pure podcast ender. How long have we done? 45, mate. 45. I've got a funny... Well, I don't know if it's funny, but I've got a mad story about my... I'll say my uncle. But... Is it your uncle? I don't know if I've said this on the podcast about the coin. No, I don't think we, so. We were in the bus coming back for the tune one day and a Glasgow wino came up to me and my uncle. Like a real Glasgow wino, raincoat stuff. Raincoat? Like a raincoat, like proper old school Glasgow right, wino uh-huh. that you don't see anymore. Like I drink you pull out milk. a fucking flute and all that. <laughs> like you don't really see Glasgow winos anymore. Right, okay. And he's came up to me because I've been away and he's like, ah, son, I've got my last 50 pence. There you go. That 50 pence is magical. Keep that for when you need a wish. Keep it for when you're sad or keep it when you need to talk to somebody up there. And my uncle's like, ah, mate, don't give him money, you keep it. No, 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 let him give you it. I'll let him give you the coin. Take my coin, that's my last 50 pence. And I took the 50 pence. Mm-hmm. And it was brand new, brand new 50 pence, sparkling silver. And I've took it like, oh, I've got a wish when I need a wish. And my uncle took it. Six weeks later, I'm like, ah, can I get my magic coin? And he's done that. You're not right, you your cunt. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you when you rubbed it. You ever was it the Queen's Nose? Remember that children's TV program, <laughs> the Queen's Nose? That was a fifty p piece, and they they rubbed it, and I think it made wishes, didn't it? Aye. That wee Glasgow Jakey. Screwing up, you wee fucking idiot. <sighs> I drank it. I spent it on tins. Fifty <laughs> p. What's your, right, what's your first memory of, like, the price of stuff? Because mm. I feel like, I feel like a geriatric when I, I've got memories, like, my, one of my first memories is, uh, like, 5p crisps, no 10p crisps, like, the 10p crisps being 5p, and I can remember a pack of McCoys being, like, 13 or 14 pence. Wow. When and you, you get two p back on a ginger. Were you born in the 30s, man? <laughs> I was born in 83, so... I remember 20p back on a ginger. You know, uh, mate, 20p back on a ginger was like two years ago, is it no? Um, Do you know? remember that two gone to five, five gone to ten, ten gone to fifteen, fifteen to twenty? 10p Freddos, 10p crisps, 20p for a ginger. I don't really remember much. Don't remember, no? I can remember... I remember getting 25p and being able to get like a full blown pack of like Gold Wonder and a chocolate bar for 25p. I think I might just have a pure incredible memory with that. How how younger? Like I'm 36. Right. So you're only fucking three years younger than me. But I've took a lot of (laughs) Ekkies. I've took a lot of ecstasy. Remember when Ekkies used to be a pound? Knew they're a tenner. Remember, I remember I helped an old woman into a taxi once. She was she was fucked, right? And I was felt sorry for her. And I was like, do you want to help? Hand. And she was like, she started talking about the past. And she's like, I remember when they used to still have gas and the lights in the streets. And it was ho- horse and cart. 
like fucking hell man wage are you 146 so then I put her into a taxi I dipped her pockets <laughs> stole 50p <laughs> my magical 50p <laughs> Remember when I bought a book a half a bottle of bucky was was it two forty five, two pound forty five? How much bo- is it now for a half bottle? Mate, it's nearly a tenner for a bottle of wine. Aye, mate. They had Buckfast in the spa and Ibiza, but it was eighteen euro. That's like fourteen quid or something. Mm, Fifteen, sixteen quid. Which I actually thought was no bad, but they had it out the fridge. And um I was gonna go up to the woman behind the counter and be like, you should have the Buckfast in the fridge, it's a chill drink, you know what I mean? And it's not like normal red wine. But then I thought, she's just going to be like, ah, what's he fucking saying? Do that. Ah, exactly. Like a Ryanair. Ah, exactly. Did you drink Bucky out there? No, I didn't. I was going to get a wee half bottle. I seen a couple of guys, like, one of the nights we were in the sort of, the the, cra- the strip, the crazy bit, um, we were going to get the ferry back here to where we were staying. A water taxi, actually, really good man. Like a kink. water taxi. Wow. Uh-huh. So like, you just walked. We walked out our hotel, walked about three minutes down to a marina, jumped on a wee it's like seven euro. You jumped on it and it took you across. So actually, like really cool. But um, wow. there was a couple of couple of guys walking down the strip and they had half bottles of buck. And I was going to be like that, but then I thought, nah, fuck them, be jakeys, man. But they were like pure. <laughs> There was a couple of guys, excuse me, there was a couple of guys in the Burger King. We went for a Burger King one day and I was just like, fucking hell, boys. Like, the, the lassie behind the counter was doing that look. See that look when you're like, they're like, <laughs> when they were ordering, the guy was pure, I want a Whopper. Well, like, nay cheese, just crispy bacon. And the lassie was like, pure. Uh-huh. But then the guys, uh, Mondo Monzo card wouldn't work, and he was like, "I've got, I've got four grand in the bank, man, plenty of money." And the lassie was just like, "What is this fucking cunt saying?" It's just think like, surely you can go at least to be like, listen, you know, speak properly, like yeah. to people that speak don't speak English or like it's their second language. These wee guys were just pure like, "Oh mate, how much is money in the bank?" But they were on the same flight as us out of Glasgow because they were steaming, and I noticed them. And this was like day two, and one of them was pure. I need to text my dad to get me our money. I was like, oh, he's fucked already, man. Spent all his money. Two days. Silly two days boys. Holiday. You silly boys. Um, I never done a bit Ibiza when I was younger. I'm I'm kind of glad. Mate, see, to be honest, man, everything's extortionate. Like, you can find stuff that's not too bad, but like... I was looking through my bank and I was like, ah, man, so for just for me and Sharon, it was like 30 euros around in the cheap place. Do you know what I mean? And it was like 25 euros for a cocktail and cafe mambo and all that. So it's like 50 quid for like two drinks. That's mad. Supposedly they charge for water in the dancing as well. Aye, aye. Everything's bottled, man. You can't drink the fucking... You cannot drink the tap water in Spain, mate. You end up fucking shitting your pants. Also, a water taxi. Imagine having that in the Clyde. Be amazing. They should. The the Clyde's kind of empty. Aren't I, it? Did they know used to? Did I they know used to have? Uh, I'm pretty sure they used to have a boat that used to take you for Erty Govan, like for the Partick side Erty Govan. They should start doing that. Well, they've got the Squinty Bridge now. Fuck it, just do it for a laugh. Maybe we should do it. 
just in a wee robot. <laughs> See, like one of the Explorer 500s that you get, the mad orange, mad blow up boats that you get to like fuck about in a swimming pool, and you see people out in the sea, and you're like, ah, you shouldn't have been in the sea, that mate. Shut, fucking shut up. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, some weird, strange news as well, mate. Do you know they've got a search warrant totally unrelated to what we were talking about there? They've got a search, search warrant for. Um, a potential the murderer of Tupac. What? So they've raided a house in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And they've got a warrant for this house and it's connected to the Tupac murder. And that happened yesterday. Right. So there's a guy, wow. there's already a guy that's been linked. <clears throat> Supposedly the guy that actually killed him was called Orlando Anderson. Is this the LAPD? Like he was an ex-Los Angeles police officer or something like that, was he no? No, he was a young gang member. He was 22 okay. year old and he got killed. Oh, so this guy was the guy that there's CCTV footage of them fighting in the lobby like the day before Tupac got murdered yeah. or something like that. Right, okay. And he weirdly kind of looks like Tupac, by the way. I googled him last night and he fucking looks like him. Is that racist? Only if you think it is. Nah, we're all right. <laughs> I mean, I am racist. No, I was kidding <laughs> on. Um, Orlando Anderson get killed in a gang fight like right. six months after it. Right. But I don't know why um, they've got this search warrant for this house. So I found that quite strange. I found it strange because Tupac's actually alive. Um, he wasn't actually murdered. Aye, he's living in Fiji. Um, Stood in Argentina with the Nazis and the <laughs> bunkers. <laughs> so that's mad, isn't it? Aye, it's mental, especially like it's crazy how. I mean, when did he die? 1995, 96, something like that. Aye. So we're talking about nearly 30 years and they still. I mean, what, what are they going to search? What are they going to find if they search the house? I know. I don't. That's a weird one for me. I know it's quite strange, but obviously when it gets announced on Twitter and TikTok and stuff, everybody's like, ah, what's happening with UFOs? It's it's UFOs. And you're like, all right. Maybe they've just found who killed them. And they just want to go and see if there's any, I don't know, what would they find? I'm just trying to think what the fuck they could find after all that time. I know. Also, I don't know, have you seen this new movie that's out that everybody's talking about? Hoffenheim or was it that? Oh, no, no, no. no. The Sound of Freedom. Um, I've, right, so I've briefly, I've briefly seen some stuff. I've not looked into it, but I've, I've briefly seen some stuff. What's going on with TikTok? My battery and my phone was low. I need to get it plugged in then. Um, because we're going to... 56 minutes we'll, we'll go and see if there's any actual decent questions on on the tiktok um uh i've not looked into it but i have uh seen a couple of people talk about it and they're looking into like who funded it and blah 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 and it seems like a bit of a like a q on thing or like like yeah. they're, they're like mad nut jobs getting into like and they're saying it's mel gibson but mel gibson's actually got nothing to do with it who's saying it's mel gibson like they're saying it's a Mel Gibson kind of f film that he wrote it or something. Oh, really? He's got nothing to do with it, mate. I think he just gave it a punt on his socials. I seen a couple of the mad dodgy right wing YouTube channels were interviewing the guy that made it, and I think the guy that made it's got a bit of a checkered past and stuff oh, like okay. that. 
I don't know anything about it, but it's about like sex trafficking, isn't it? Yes. Like child trafficking. Aye. That'll get a shadow banned all the place saying that into the fucking podcast. I know. We've just fucked it. it. You gonna go and see it? I don't think it's out, mate. They've not released it in cinemas. That's nah. how they're saying there's an agenda and a conspiracy. And Like, uh, do you remember when the mad uh, Alba Nutters went to Bird Street and said that there was a international war crime because Robert the Bruce the movie got took out of UGC due to poor ticket sales? Hi. <laughs> I'm here to file a complaint. There's been an international war crime. The amount of people that's told me is that a Scott Squad sketch? I'm like, no, that is not a Scott Squad sketch. Should maybe make one that's like that. Mm-hmm. Will we see if there's any questions just before we wrap up? Right, okay. So every single week we do an hour and we've decided to do a TikTok live to just mix things up a wee bit. Do you want me to take this off so I can read? Aye, man. Because I can't see. Um... Oh, here, this is good for the soul. Guess how many people are watching? What? Five. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> to be fair, we have been streaming for an hour. Linda, hiya, Darren. All right, Linda. It's <laughs> 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 like the worst George Bowie ever. We <laughs> shall. I've not got my glasses on. Um, Daza. Daza. Does it fry Daza? Yes. Yep. He said you're a babe. Thank you, Daza. Somebody said thoughts on rusty trombones. Okay. <laughs> What's rust? What's that? What? Was a rusty trombone? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's, there's no many questions. Any questions? Tonic Swain said, Darren, are you Fibishy? Um, I stayed near Bishop Briggs. It's Kenny right. McCormick, back to work, mate. Enjoy. Aye. There's no many questions. Oh, if, well. anyb- if anybody has got any questions, Kirsty, hi, ah. All right, Kirsty. I'd be shite on the radio, wouldn't I? Aye, all right. Was she, uh, was she, was that about Bishy? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, I don't know if I'm going to do this every week, but it's been nice. Ah, it's um, been fun, isn't it? It's been good. Did the lives go... Do the lives go, like, saved? Do they save them? People can go and watch them after you're done or what? Or is that it? I don't know. But if you are listening through the podcast or TikTok, if you want to check out the podcast, can you please give us a five-star review <clears throat> on Spotify, a wee review on Apple Podcasts? Look, these are all part of WhatsApp groups. Can you share it? I'm seeing some of the podcasts that are doing really well, and I'm like, these these cunts are scud books. We should be selling at the fucking hydro hydro nut. Um, let's wrap there, mate. Yes, that's us done one hour, Paul. It's been very good to have you back. I love you. Absolutely. I know things get really weird there, whereas because it was you, but if it's nearly two years that I've put up with your psychological abuse but look i love you <laughs> <laughs> no it's been good to have ah, you back it's mate. good to be back mate and we'll um we'll do a bit of patreon content next week yes see you later love you
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.